0: Hello and welcome, it's the podcast coming to you from Brownies and Downies in loops. Long street, sorry. Mm. Long street in Cape Town, as mm. always. I'm so like, glad you mentioned them. We've been forgetting to mention them the previous weeks. Gave them a shout-out, I gave them a link oh, to the website in, in our, in our oh, podcast description actually. Yes, it's Lindsay wow. Shooters, that opinion guy, sitting here with Gavin Dudley, my good friend and mentor and guru and tech personality in South Africa. Mm. What, I
1: need more labels Yeah, she's you, I guy you. I'd agree with you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, what's weird is that he's calling himself the opinion guy, but actually I'm at least as opinionated as him, if not more. So you're in for quite a tough time, shout generally, listener. I I shout my opinions out. <laughs> yeah, now you've got multi-platforms. I'm determined to be heard. I must be heard. <laughs> exactly. Oh, exactly, exactly. I can't even bring myself to participate in social media because, you know, just so much noise.
0: <laughs> and as you know, the old Clock Card podcast comes to three happened? segments of we try and keep it to five minutes and we sometimes go to seven and sometimes we go to ten but it's supposed to be five and
1: we don't like it when people ramble on like so many podcasts we know so we We rambled a lot last week uh maybe we did yeah 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 yeah.
0: and there was a lot of noise and i do apologize for that we were sitting in a different location our seat here at the table has finally opened up again
1: yeah let, let us know if you're coping with our ambient noise we quite like our ambient noise it feels like you know live action we're in with the people but if it's bothering you, but I think we should get to the tech, or else we'll be rambling. Yes, yes, we have been rambling for a while. so I'm putting five
0: minutes on the clock. Oh gosh, I can't find the clock right now. I'm putting oh, no, it's, this is all. Yeah, on the clock I, I on the clock won't
1: tell you what product is using in order to find the clock, because it would be quite damning for the product. Okay,
0: let's go. Here we go. <laughs> Cool, Kevin, so, Google, Google doesn't like re- releasing hardware here,
1: Microsoft doesn't like releasing
0: hardware here, so us in South
1: okay, Africa. Okay, okay, so, so what's the short version of why Google doesn't bring all their coolest products here? What's the short the short answer? I don't know,
0: I've never gotten the short answer, I've
1: only gotten long complicated mm. answers that didn't say anything. Precisely, precisely. But so, anyway, the Pixel 3 which, is out in the wild. Yeah, I mean the Pixel 2 was arguably the best camera phone of the year last year, it's arguable, obviously yes. there were lots of other great offerings, but the Pixel 2 was so strong and people didn't even see it coming. And it was impressive now the pixel 3 is out probably at least as good and you know it just doesn't matter because we're not going to see it you know mm. but this got me thinking about
0: like what what is the state of camera phones mm. in south africa right now oh gosh because without pixel we get we, we still get huawei p20 pro we get samsung
1: galaxy note apple 9, offerings we get the apple the full apple yeah, I mean, the, the Nokia cameras are no slouch, let me tell you. Mm. I mean, the Nokia 8, the top Nokia eight, all dual camera with the Zeiss lenses, of course. Mm. So, um, I think, you know, you're spoiled for choice. <laughs> LG's V40 now has five V40's cameras. Not yeah, not coming Yeah, see, here's another example, <laughs> but who needed five cameras to start with? I, you know, I, I will miss the V40 if it has the audio smarts of previous VCS phones. But they, they, phones. they, they, they do, mm.
0: uh, just full disclosure, we record this podcast on an LG G17Q, mm. Has an amazing camera for what the hardware is. It has a tiny little sensor,
1: with tiny little pixels. Look, but it still shoots just below like proper high end grade. But I, I, this is what I just don't get. Okay, who is taking these professional grade photos? No one I know. Maybe you fancy yourself as an artiste. I mean, lots of people fancy themselves as an artiste, but the taking of a great photograph has got so little to do with the equipment. It's got to do with the moment, the eye, being alert to the moment, knowing how your equipment works intimately and so on. You know, having great hardware doesn't make a great photo, never has. So I don't know what this obsession is with getting better and better camera technology. I think it's only so that people can be dumber and dumber and still turn up with great photos, but that's always been the case. I'm just so not obsessed with better and better camera tech. Just doesn't matter to me, really doesn't.
0: So on that opinion guy.co.z right oh, well. now, wow. Right. A lovely little because uh, I was watching the, the Pixel event and then it got me thinking about the, the hardware that we do have and I just happened to have a P20 and I just happened to have a G7. Mm. And I just happened to have an iPhone 8 and I just happened to have a Galaxy Note 9 and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go take a low light picture. Okay. Of the air purifier that's in my a, kid's that's room. That's a great
1: test. Okay, that's a great test. All and right.
0: then just talk about like how each camera does different things because the pixel camera is all about the software processing. Like photography most right them, now, most of them is all about, all about the software. Yeah. Yep. 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 Oh. yep, yep and, like yep. The, the point I was making only about the G7 and its tiny sensor. The, the, that it can reach the heights of picture quality that it does in good lighting is incredible mm. for the hardware that it has. Mm. So everybody's rocking like at least f f1.8 wide aperture mm. um, and then that's already bringing in like a ton of light. So then if you increase your sensor size and you increase your pixel size, you, you don't need to keep your shutter open that long because you're getting a lot yep. of light onto the yep. sensor. It means less blur basically. Yeah, and you can drop the ice so you don't have to crank
1: it up and you right. don't get that like grain and So stuff. so so listen to all the terms he just used there. How many of you listeners have any idea what he's talking about? Okay. <laughs> and this is the point. Who's cranking up the ISO on their phone camera? The phone's doing it on its own. Yeah, and that's I know. Spoiling but
0: spoiling your picture. That's you know, adding extra grain. That's adding extra yeah, noise. Yeah, but here's the point. You have no idea what the
1: phone's actually doing, nor should you, nor should you care. That is why it's important to be cognizant of the hardware. Sure, sure. You can extract a better photo from the phone if you're aware of how the phone is thinking. Sure. Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah, so what Pixel does is they run it through the Pixel visual core, and then they use all their machine learning learning algorithms and stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean the reason we know that from software analyzing all of your photos. <laughs> the reason, yeah, the reason we know that that software is a much bigger well, deal than it. before is because so many of these people source the camera tech from the same suppliers, mostly yes. Sony, basically. Sony you know? and Samsung are currently the biggest. Yeah, biggest they they supply pretty much everyone, and um and so the differentiator is probably not there. The differentiator is how the software manages the the incoming light stream and what it turns it into to make it into a balanced picture. Mm. So
0: in my extensive testing, we've probably shot
1: with all the. main... Smartphones, except the Pixel. But have you, yeah. have you put these up somewhere where we can see them? Uh, yes, or are you planning it's, to? It's on that opinion of yeah. The pictures you've taken with these yeah. four Yes, And super then first. just a
0: detailed discussion yeah. about how each phone handles it differently. And I even threw the iPhone SE in there for yeah, control, sure, sure, it's sure. a couple of Sure, So at the moment, like my ranking is Huawei B20 Pro, right at the top. Samsung Galaxy Note 9 just below it with a new software update right, for right. that's so with the, the manual yeah. aperture that Samsung uses yeah Whoa. um And then I'll actually put the iPhone 8 in there Mm. as a a third. So So those are the top three for me. So so these pictures
1: were all taken of the same object under the same conditions. Yes. Right, so it was indoors, so the lighting situation wasn't changing or anything like that. Yeah. Okay, I'd be very interested to see your results. This is a true test. You know, you can go to the beach, and you take these pictures on the beach with the different phones. But That's not a true test. True test is most people's lived experience, which is Mm. awkward lighting conditions... Awkward angles in their home. People don't stand still because you, you know, you need them to take a picture. That's most people's lived experience with their camera. So the camera needs to perform under those conditions. So I'd be interested to see your picture. Indeed. Yeah. My- no, as you said, Nokia are making some fantastic um, phones right now.
0: The 7 Plus we, uh, is amazing. The 7 point, It's coming. Is the
1: yeah. new update coming now? The 7.1? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could go on about how the 7 Plus has just been unseated from its top position as the best value phone in the tech magazine listing. It's been there for about six months as the best value what? phone, what the unseated? Nokia 7 Plus. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to hear scoffing and funny sounds from you, but this is the High Sense Infinity H12. Which is my new current favorite phone, and I just, I just You're think it feels... You're using it right now. I am, and it just, <laughs> it just feels a little more modern than the Nokia 7. I mean, the Nokia 7 is it's about seven, eight months old by now. It needs to be refreshed soonish. I feel. It was a great phone for its time. I'm just getting a better feeling from this Hisense. Uh, Spec-wise, it's pretty much the same thing. I like the Hisense ball, but we kind of offered a tangent here. We're discussing Google. Yeah, cool, yeah. Uh, but that's, that's it. That's it for the section. Okay, so Google released a whole lot of products, none of which you can get here. So it doesn't matter. You yeah, haven't we'll put five more minutes on the clock? I'm having a sip of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> we should bring back
0: that hot coffee segment mm, mm. one more time. But I, I don't think this is the right setting for it. Yeah, okay. That, that demands a change in an environment, which I'm loath to do. Okay, yeah. No. The brownies your amazing. No, sp- we're
1: getting comfortable, yeah. In fact, gentlemen prefer blondies, apparently. Because the brownies. Lindsay keeps ordering the blondies, which are like brownies made in some other form, I don't know. Mm, mm. Vanilla brownies. Anyway, are right.
0: mm. Excellent. Um, so, Gavin, I've been playing at home with a Synology disc station, mm. 218 the ds it.
1: Well, that's not a cheap toy, really. No, it's not. It's mm. not, not. why well, I got it for free. I just had to put it in my own drives. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which is uh, often as expensive, again, as the as the. Yes, kiosks. so I'm running
0: a, a Seagate Barracuda 500GB drive in there, which is a 7200 RPM thing, mm. because I'm using it mainly for streaming content. So, like, my own local have been streaming it
1: to many devices, you I know. see, right. So, it's okay, so, so using using, like, a media yeah. server, yeah. Yes. yes, okay. And
0: this thing, like, is so cool.
1: It has its own computing built-in. It's very, it's like a minor setup. There's, like, a wizard can can you can go through. Can you just give us, a, like, a, a, a sort of an assessment of how big it is, just so we know what you're dealing with. The whole The whole enclosure. The whole how big enclosure is it? Shoebox, bigger than shoebox. Yeah. Two it's shoeboxes. It's the size of a
0: loaf of bread
1: okay so that's a little smaller than a shoebox we'd say yeah yeah, okay and it it, it, will it hold two drives yes it will hold hold two drives drives. okay and it
0: has three usb ports on it right so two at the back where you can actually adopt usb storage Mm -hmm. Um, and then one at the front where you can copy directly
1: from a usb drive to Yes, those, yes, indeed. Indeed. Now, I mean, in my experience with these kind of things, I've had a couple of these drives, the USB thing ends up being quite important, because the files you're moving are really large, yes. some of them, or for that matter, you want to move your whole collection of Clint Eastwood movies, yes. you know, now we're talking a couple of gig. And to pull the gigs through the network connection actually pretty slow some of the time if your network's not up to spec. Hmm. It's much faster to run it off the USB onto another drive and so on. So the USB, you know, I always like to think I'm going to set up a server and then put it away in a cupboard somewhere. But then I keep having to go back to plug yes. USBs into it. You know, so, so I put
0: mine on top of a cupboard yeah, and I there have you to go. wall there you out a step <laughs> <flat laughs> <in. laughs>
1: So the, the thing that I've got to do is now
0: I have a Foscam um, IP connected internet connected uh, security camera mm. on the outside so I'm trying to store that footage onto the server
1: and obviously it like overwrites itself every week right so, so you have, every, have a, a week's, week's worth of footage yeah. here and then I'm Good idea. also
0: connecting a ring doorbell which we're actually installing at our top gate okay. in front um, to
1: that as well, so that will do the same sort of well, thing. For those who don't know what a Ring doorbell is, it's got a little video camera thing built yes. into so When people come to your door, it activates the camera and then tells your smartphone, wherever you are, that there's someone at your door. Yes. You can then view them, yes. see what and they're you up to, to the and meeting choose, meeting yeah, talk back to them if you need, and choose to give them access to your house or not. But you know, you need quite a fancy electric front gate and so on to do all that. But at least you know what's going on at your home when you're not there. Mm.
0: Yeah. So, I'm in the middle of just about getting the videos to play when I wanted to. Do you have any suggestions of how I can improve my home system? No,
1: no, no. You're on, the right, you're on the right track there, I must say. For, um, I mean, the one, one, one way to do it would be to have the video record on the device itself. Normally, some of them have a micro SD card, and in that way, they don't have to stream the video through to the server. But, you know, that means you have to access the camera all the time to get the, the video footage off it and change the drives and so on and so on. So you're on the right track. Um, I think, I mean, you've probably had more security incidents than I have, so you're probably a little bit more sort of alert to the issues that you need to deal with.
0: So I'm just going to come straight at it with dumb questions. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's no such thing as a dumb question. (laughs) The only dumb thing is to do is not ask questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, one, sending everything over Wi-Fi. Mm. Is it going to eat into my data cap? No. Okay. Then, mm. I, I knew that. I really did.
1: I really did. For but the no. benefit of others. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then mm.
0: streaming everything over the wireless network—is it going to work
1: when? Someone steals the cables, the telecom cables. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. So, these are all reasons why you might want to store the video on the camera itself. Yes. Of course, this is South Africa, where actually just having a surveillance camera is something to be stolen. You know, <laughs> you steal your camera, there goes your security footage with it. So, oh man, that, six that's upon. the one
0: thing about like this wireless sort of connected life, yeah. smart home lifestyle that I yeah. get. Is why when the internet coming in is Down, yeah. Why does it affect
1: the effectiveness of the lamp? Mm. Oh gosh, that's a tricky one. I'm trying to figure out. Well, I think it depends on how you've configured your stuff. Um, okay. I think the ideal for me is you have your security footage stream from your camera to your server, yes, and you have your server back it up to the cloud. Yes. Yeah, that's that's the ideal. I've only ever achieved this once in real life, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, because between keeping the camera working and getting the stream to work and getting the data storage to work and then getting the cloud thing to work, there's always something that's breaking down. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to imagine if we just had. Vibe uh, everywhere, if everything would just be superbly better. I kind of think that in the back of my mind. You know? I
0: must say right now, like all of these things that I've added to my network, all hmm. plug and play solutions, okay. like very, they all have like wizards, like the, 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 the Simology disk station that has Little web browser mm-hmm. interface mm-hmm. that you can go into like a desktop mode there no, and like I literally think, drag it. I think it you should in.
1: dwell on that for a bit because we started off discussing the Synology and yeah. then we, we kind of jumped over to security cameras. So let's just get back to your home media server. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that's
0: that's the whole media server. Everything like plugs in, everything connects wirelessly because it all go through the, the same router. Um, and I, you, yeah, you just like upload a couple of apps. or so the other, you, yeah, you download some apps on your, on your, so, device so so the server can,
1: is essentially a big storage solution yes. with a lightweight kind of server interface on in the front. Yes. Yeah? So it's almost like a computer, but you can't you can't really use it to run MS Word, but you yeah. can use it to manage your file system yes. and that sort of thing. So, and copy files, so yeah. Okay, So most of these storage solutions, like the Synology ones, they come with a choice of different operating systems, there's Synology's own one, and then there's one or two others they supply sometimes, one's called Twonky, I think, something yeah. like that, it's like a popular one. Um, and then you can choose which operating system you want to run on it. But you can't really plug a screen into it, you normally view it remotely, right? Yeah. to another computer, to yes. a web browser something like that. Okay. So
0: then if you're turning it into a media server, that is mm. a whole other mm. game. Uh, okay. Because then you're like mm. looking at your your, mm. your peer-to-peer streaming. Yeah, your yeah. Yeah,
1: to yeah. Yeah, DLNA, Is, yeah, is right.
0: there an easy way to just, is there one app that you can recommend?
1: Mmm know, well, everyone uses something called Plex. Yes. But I just never quite got to grips with Plex. I also don't understand no, Plex. Yeah, yeah. But, but it seems to be the popular choice. So your mileage may differ. I use something called Servio. Um, but that's becoming a bit dated now. I think they haven't updated it for a while. But the most important thing is that I have large storage arrays sitting at home unused. Because now I stream everything. So we're just watching Netflix, we're watching Amazon, we're listening to. Spotify, You know, the, these, these archives are very comforting to know that I've got the Clint Eastwood collection, I've got the James Bond collection, I've got the Mad Max collection of yeah. movies, but they're just there for posterity. I'm almost certainly never going to watch them. <laughs> so we're over time, but I oh, there's an important conversation to be had. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Like, in the age of streaming, mm. should, is there still room for pirating content? <laughs> I say yes. What do you mean, Lindsay? What do you mean, pirating content? <laughs> because I'm subscribed to Showman. Yeah. and Netflix. Uh-huh. I refuse to renew my Amazon subscription <laughs> because there's not enough things yeah, 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 But yeah. now, launching in at the end of this month, I think, or in November, so you know Ken Block, the, the, the DC Shoes guy, he does all those Jim corner
1: videos where he spins his cars. Oh, vaguely, uh, yeah, vaguely. vaguely, yeah. So yeah.
0: they doing, there's a documentary being made about like behind the scenes of uh-huh. this Jim Con, like uh-huh. making Jim Con. Uh-huh. And it's like the documentary ends with Jim Con attend, 10th, so it's
1: the 10th anniversary of okay, the okay. okay. Has, right. he's done one every So, year so, year. so this, this is a, a, 10 10 a motoring yes. petrol head thing. I yes. don't even know what you're and talking about. And this is about. exclusive yeah, okay. on Amazon Prime. Ooh, yeah, I see, it's like the Grand Tour thing. thing. Yeah, it's like the and Grand Tour thing. I would I would fight it there. if I can find somewhere to download. that <laughs> well, thing, I will. I will look. The most, here's the most interesting thing. Okay, DSTV and SABC all fighting over who will screen the Premiership and who will screen um, UEFA, or whatever, whatever. Yeah. Ooh, what they don't see coming is Amazon, who has pockets so deep that DSTV can't even imagine how much money Amazon has. Amazon's just going to go. Okay, we'll just take the Premiership rights. Thank you. Screen them in South Africa and DSTV just gonna sort of see it's ass overnight yeah. Oh, yeah
0: this is true so so
1: I, yeah. I, I believe that having a home server
0: where you can store things that uh, oh, I see. don't fall into your little sleeping sure. umbrella no, no 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 you know every now and then there's a movie you just gotta have and it's just not available we, we, we to we've just recently dropped our DSV subscription to the compact one. Plus okay. which has got basically soccer yeah, yeah. soccer it's, and movies yeah. so, so we're losing out on like Nick Jr and oh, all my kids' favourite shows, oh, which are yeah. Junior. Oh, and yeah, these just terrible. all happened to be on Showmax. And because we've dropped now, <laughs> now we have to pay 100 bucks a month for Showmax. Oh, so yeah. now I have to factor in the 510 rand a month for the DSTV thing, uh-huh. and then add in the 110 no, no, But it, it's
1: still cheaper than getting... Oh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You can subscribe <laughs> to multiple streaming services. And, and the truth is, you can actually get, like, soccer stream, the international yes. soccer stream, if you know what you're doing. And it's not reliable, and it changes. But if you're desperate, you can, you know, steal it from somewhere. Um, again, so we're off the subject of, of data storage and, and storage servers. i are also talking on. about the importance of the media server at home. Yes. So you can store your bio- yeah. content. Now, what you really want is to store your family's photos. Because yes. all the family taking photos all the time on all the devices. But we have Google Photos and we have OneDrive. And yeah, but they're all over the place. Now we've got like 16 different iCloud accounts and 16 different Google accounts. I mean, it would be great if you could consolidate all your family's pictures together in one place. But to be honest, this has repeatedly defeated me. I have not been able to just pull, use all Google the family photos, stuff together.
0: Even yesterday, Google alerted me that there was a face that yeah. kept popping the, up in my wife's photos yeah, yeah, and my yeah, photos yeah, yeah, that we yeah, had in common. I know, I, know I, you're it.
1: I know you're faking it because I know you're moving to OneDrive because you've got a three terabyte of storage. Yes, so, right, so, so, so I saw all my
0: iris. My original resolution images on OneDrive. Okay. But then Google has the three-tier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Google Photos is like high-res-ish stuff. So it's not for me, who sometimes has to submit images for print. Yes, okay. So, very so high original, risk. Right, okay. Okay.
1: So, that, that's what I'm doing now. Sophisticated solution. Yes, okay. So, our point is that storage servers are jolly useful if you know what you're doing. They they all work out of the box at a basic level, but when you want some higher end functions, you really need to get your tech game on. If you want to be torrenting things down, if you want to be attaching security cameras, each of these things is a little tech project in itself. But well worth doing, and if you're going to commit your to a storage server, you know, you can get all these side projects going too. Cool, thank you, thank you, Mr. Dudley. That's mm. some sound advice. We rambled a lot there. Don't we should. So I'm going to dive straight into
0: five minutes mm. on the clock and I'm going to say, fire, fire up your Take
1: a Lock app, sir, so, yeah. and find me your best
0: portable hard drive
1: as Port- a Take a what do you recommend as a search term here? Portable, portable hard, hard, drive? hard drive.
0: Okay, yes. So everyone is kind of having one. That's how you share files between your friends, you know, all those home movies. Well, no, not made. really.
1: You share them in the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> but if you if you need to carry a certain amount of data with you, this is the way to do it, yeah. You're backing up all your videos and all your documents and mm. everything no. on this thing. I'll remind everybody that Mr. Shooters thought that a three-terabyte drive on his PC was just too small and he didn't know what he was no, going to do. I was talking okay. about
0: slow drives.
1: Okay, no, but, but here's, the, drives, but here's the same person who probably thinks he needs like a one terabyte kind of portable hard drive. Yes, you Listen, do. No, no, you so My jones. hard you're one terabyte. Uh, no, one point five terabyte. No. And I have a two terabyte. Okay, <laughs> I'm now looking. I'm seeing Seagate's got a whole lot of uh, specials. I'm seeing a three, a three terabyte, a one terabyte. No, man, no, no, no. This is just insane. For one thing, these drives are going to be so heavy. Um, And, for example, my my thing with portable drives is it has to be able to run off the power supplied by the USB port. If you need additional electricity going into the drive to make it work, clearly it's not going to work. Because wherever you travel with your drive, you have to take a power supply. So that's the silliest idea ever. So we have to make sure that whatever drive uh, you're using runs on a single USB port in the first place. So that will knock out many of these big drives, which consume so much electricity you need additional power. Um, so importantly, this is what you're
0: looking for. You're looking for nice, fast USB, so at least USB 3.0. Yep. Um, you're looking for, well, you're, you're going to get the 72, and, 72 RPM drive. All anyway. mm-hmm, these mm-hmm.
1: drives are going to be pretty quick. Um, probably looking at about a 2.5-inch one. Which would then be a standard laptop Size. But
0: yeah. It's, it's a and and nice, nice compact one. Yes. Because uh, uh, these, these
1: hard drives are really just the same hard drive that goes into your laptop or goes into your desktop. It's just now put inside a little plastic and box. Basically,
0: what I'm seeing is so two years ago it used to be a thousand rand per terabyte. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Now you're looking at about five hundred bucks per terabyte. Yeah. So I'm cheap. seeing that. That's what so I'm seeing. So I yeah. found the Western Digital mm, WD My Passport four terabyte portable hard drive mm, in black. And that is going for the princely price of 2,000 rams. yeah. yeah. So that is bang on
1: 500 bucks per terabyte. I have to say, the, the, My, the, the, the design of the outer casings of the My Passport drives are really kind of interesting. You know, they don't just look like generic boxes, they actually have a bit of texture to them, a bit of pattern to them and so on. So I must say they look like something a little different. Four terabytes is completely insane. Man, I can't imagine needing to carry around four terabytes of data ever, unless you're an actual videographer or Lindsay shooters. You don't really need to carry around four gigabytes of data, uh, four terabytes of data. For me, probably, ooh, five hundred to one terabyte is ample. So, I mean, I'm liking the look at this one Seagate that I'm seeing here. Again, I'm liking the two and a half inch drive. That means that it's standard for a laptop, uh, which means normally uh, that it's already good for traveling. Laptops, des- uh, drives designed for laptops are designed to take a knock and so on. So, um, I'm not finding anything wildly exciting that stands out here. It's probably worth discussing some of the leading brands. Um, Seagate and Western Digital are far and away the leading uh, drive manufacturers in the world. They really know their business. Transcend is another serious drive manufacturer. You could get drives from other brands as well. Um, But these are the three that are probably leading in the market, specifically Seagate and Western Digital. My favorite at the moment,
0: actually, and I have one at home, is the a Dash drives. So, they oh, have yeah. been doing, like, these durable drives. Yes, the, yes, they've um, got rubbery stuff on yeah, them. So yeah. Like they they them. Yeah, so they're, like, water-resistant, and they drop resistant and they ship with the cable management system built-in. Yes, so like that's a right, a the cable wraps cable. around. Yeah, 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 yes, I've so seen so them. So,
1: those are big, I'm not finding one right now. So, um, just for your information, if you see a drive labeled WD, that stands for Western Digital, I think they don't really call themselves Western Digital anymore. I think they call themselves yes. WD, which really rolls off the tongue, not at all. Um, I see an Apesa drive that also appears to have a cable management system which looks interesting but again Apesa it's a recognized name it's just not one of my top three you know Uh, Toshiba another very serious name usually going to pay a bit of a premium for them Um, but Toshiba another very trusted name in the hard drive business especially in the corporate space why don't you tell us about Lassie? What, what can you tell us about Lassie? Lassie makes beautiful, yeah, yeah, yeah. but very expensive. Lassie would expensive. be
0: they, sort of the... Uh, it's the apple of, of okay, portable margins.
1: Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. And you can buy them at the apple store. Yeah, you can surprises buy them at the yeah.
0: And they are amazing. Like, they have they Thunderbolt. Um, compatibility, so it's
1: faster than USB, t- USB 3. Yeah, but only if you're plugging it into a Mac Cause just about nobody else has Thunderbolt ports, so that doesn't mean anything. Yeah,
0: so the ADAT, uh, this is actually a great price, the HD710, one terabyte black hard drive, or you can get it in yellow, is going for $1,000. Well, 46, so mm. 1,050 RAM, yeah. on take lot, which is great. So there you're getting IP68 on protection, so when all the ports are covered, when yep. all the battery yep. bits are in okay. place, it can go down to... Beyond, can go down to 1.5 meters for an hour uh-huh, um, of water. We hope you're not going to leave your hard drive in the water for an hour. But you know. <laughs> it can, you know. like if it landed in a puddle and you were unaware of it. Yeah, sure, sure, I, sure. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, this sure. things happen. it could be the and <laughs> Okay. Um, and you can drop it from relatively waist tight and nothing will go wrong yeah
1: with it. I mean that's and then the, there's a little cable that you can just wrap around it yeah, when you're so, not using it so losing the damn cable and you can keep the cable going and the drive going it's like such a pain in the ass. having the the cable and the drive together is jolly useful um And and the thing is, you have peace of mind using a product like that, which is really what you want. You want to know the drive's gonna work first time, every time. So, at the budget end, I'm looking at a Seagate 2.5 inch expansion portable drive for 800 Rand. Again, Seagate, a name you just trust implicitly. 800 Rand for a one terabyte drive, that's normally adequate for me. I'm liking Lindsay's suggestion of the ruggedized drive as well, so there you go.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think the the,
1: the that 800 bucks, the Seagate 2.5? Yes. French French yes, French French, right? it's yeah. just it's a basic, basic common in Garden. Then we like the WD My Passport. They come in lots of different colours and they've got nice textured interesting casings. That's WD My Passport. They come in a range of different sizes and so on. Um, they, they kind of look good, you know. And then the, the A Pacer with the ruggedized effects. Yeah. 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 Cool. So that's it for the Bakelite Trick for this week. And what are you up to this week, sir? What, um, what have you What have you uploaded yeah. to so the opinion that guy? A little
0: camera comparison, a low light camera comparison. Yeah, and just yeah, yeah. Discussion about that. computational photography and how yep. each company differs in the way it treats its photos. Mm. It all comes down to software, basically. Um, I've been getting behind the wheel of the new Mercedes A-Class oh. and generally just talking about the, the Mercedes MBUX, the new user interface system. Because all car companies are just building phones that you can drive in now, oh, I which see. I think <laughs> is completely pointless. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear my justification, you can read my Dutch justification and that opinion guide here uh-huh. And then the YouTube channel, by the time this is out, should be live. Uh, but you can find it all at that opinionguy.chirazil. Okay, but you, you told me that you
1: made a video something to do with education, right?
0: Yes, yes, so it's how to fix an African education. Whoa. It's a very interesting entry point that I took, gosh. which
1: has nothing to do with... Plunging into the deep end <laughs> there, gosh, all right. Well, I'll make sure that Uncle squirrel Ramaphosa gets a view of your, your yes, video as I'm soon as possible. I'm sure it's going to yeah. go viral. We'll to that. And you, Mr. Duffy? Oh, man, not much to report. We've just put to, get, put to bed the December issue of Tech Magazine. It's so embarrassing making a December issue of a magazine in October, you know, like, how relevant can you be in the world of tech? But hey, there's going to be lots of good stuff to see in there. We've got a very special article on how to take much better smartphone photos, and everything you need to know about USB-C, USB-C are the new kind of plugs that have taken over. It started slowly, but now it's everywhere. I wonder who wrote that story. Yes, I wonder who <laughs> wrote that story. Well, we'll be able to tell from the inferior quality <laughs> that it was written by <laughs> Lindsay Schutzer. <laughs> no, it's, it's a great story. basically covers everything you need to know.
0: Hmm. Cool. That's and, great. In that episode of the other
1: club talk That's a wrap.